Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. As we continue on in our series on the full armor of God, we need to add another component. This is now the fifth. God wants us prepared and ready for the battle ahead. So I invite you to hear God's word for us. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then, with a belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation. This is the word of our Lord. And I believe it's to be the truth for my life, and I believe it's to be the truth for your life as well. And so as we hear God's mighty word for us, let's pause for a moment and meditate upon the scripture as we ask the Lord to help us in the understanding of it. And as we do so, I would offer a prayer on your behalf and ask that you would lift one up for me as well. Let us pray together. And now, O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Evidence of the severity and the urgency of this spiritual battle that Paul names here should be readily evident to us. You know that, right? That it's increasing day by day? Paul says that the devil is scheming against us. And that we struggle against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil. That is our struggle. That is what is all around us. Now, being Communion Sunday, I have a shorter sermon today. Oh, nobody's going to cheer for that? Okay. So, we have a shorter sermon, so I need to exercise an economy of words. So, let me condense this down, make this as succinct as possible. If you believe that there really is no evil force, evil realm around us, if you don't believe there is evil everywhere, here's what I would say. You are a fool. How's that for clear? But you can't live in this day and not see it clearly. The evil is so prevalent that even Bill Maher notices And in a recently released movie, he states that religion is, Christianity in particular, the ultimate hustle. 
That's, that's what he said. Well-known public character says that's, that's what religion is. It's, so what you've come to today, according to him, is a shell game. We're just kind of switching things up and you have to guess what it is, right? So this is a hustle. In fact, he goes as far as to say that he challenges God and says that. He knows evil is all around. But what he says is, why can't God defeat the devil? As if to say, God's not strong enough. If this God is so great as you Christians say he is, why doesn't God just defeat evil? Well, that's actually a pretty good question. But it comes from the wrong premise. You see, in his mind, God is only perhaps a little bit bigger than we are. God is not almighty. God is maybe just a little bit more powerful. And therefore, it is a struggle for God. Here's the truth. There is evil. And God allows it in a limited, confined way. This is God's agenda to allow evil in this world. Otherwise, what would we be? Without the choice between good and evil, we would be nothing more than puppets on a string for God. What fun is that? But instead he gives us free will so that we will freely choose God over evil. So God allows the evil to a degree so that you and I will realize that in fact we are in this spiritual battle that Paul describes. And so doing, we will humble ourselves and come to God. But the choice is yours. Knowing that the spiritual battle is all around us, vying for us, trying to to attack us, trying to lead us astray. It should come as no surprise that out of six elements in this armor of God, five of them are defensive. The first five are for defense purposes. The one we're going to look at today is for defense purposes. Next week, we'll finally get into the offense, the sword of the Spirit. But until then, we need to have our defenses secure in our lives. Because let's face it, we are bombarded day by day by anti-Christian rhetoric. It gets in our brain and it begins to fester. When all these people, including big movie stars and all of that, start to say this, we begin to think maybe they're right. Wouldn't it be nice? If we had some protection for our brains, wouldn't that be great? And that's what God provides. From this barrage of lies that come our way, God gives us a defensive tool against those evil lies. Paul has already stated it. The armor is directly in front of you. Take it. This is now the second time he's told us to take it. Twice he tells us to put it on. Then twice he tells, tells us to take it. Take up the helmet of salvation, he says. Take it. Please, take it. It's right there in front of you. We have to be willing to put it on. Take the helmet of salvation, he says. But now you're beginning to think, well, isn't salvation a gift? A gift from God? Well, in a sense it is. However, the Bible makes it abundantly clear that we are responsible for our own salvation. 
Paul writes to another church. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. There is something we must do before we receive salvation. Now, salvation is truly a serious matter. Salvation is the goal of goals. But you have to know where the goal is. And you know how to have to get to the goal before you can get there. So when we say that we are saved, we have to keep in mind, I'm not saved till I'm saved. Till I get to the end. A runner in a marathon doesn't get the prize until the runner crosses the finish line. The runner has to know where that goal is. Do you think the, the Boston Marathon is just turning loose several thousand people and no one knows where the goal is? They just run around the city and maybe somebody will find it. Maybe not. No, they all know where the goal is. They wander away through many streets and it's well marked and they make it finally some 26 miles later. What would happen if a running back with the football doesn't know where the goal is? Runs around aimlessly or worse yet runs to the wrong goal. The other team gets the points. You've got to know where the goal is. And you've got to be walking toward it. We are saved in the end. So what scripture says is, we're in the process of being saved. That's what Paul writes to the Corinthians. We are being saved. We're saved when we're saved. We're saved when we get to heaven. Now, that's the goal. It's right there. Paul says, take up the spiritual armament. Arm yourselves because on the path to that goal, you will have trouble. There will be difficulties. There's going to be all kinds of bad things that happen to you. Hmm. Wonder who is trying to short-circuit the process. I wonder who is putting potholes in the way, who's distracting us, who's putting up road barriers before us, who's trying to frustrate us, who's trying to put doubt in our minds so that we will no longer truly believe in Christ as our Lord and Savior. I wonder who. It's got to be the devil. He says these are the spiritual forces working against us, trying to dissuade us from the true path that we need to be on, that leads to our salvation. I say we need some head protection. Because here is where thoughts occur. We usually think, you know, the heart is where, where feelings are, and interestingly, we already have protection for that with the breastplate of righteousness. But now with our brain is critically important. We process information. We make decisions with our brain. And God knows how important it is that we protect the truth that is here. God is saying to us that the hope of salvation will protect our brain. Let me rephrase that. God wants you to protect the knowledge of salvation so that in the end you will be saved. We are on this journey and we have to protect that information of salvation. 
Because if we don't, it will be lost. And we will wander off of the true path. So what God wants for us, and why God is giving us this, all, all this, this armament that we have, trying to protect us, is so that we will know the truth and we will hold on to that truth. Hold on to it so that we will know for sure that we are going to heaven. That our salvation is secure, we just don't have it yet. That's why it's called the hope of salvation. You can only hope for what you don't yet have. God wants you to know that you are on, in the process of being saved as much as you know. 2 plus 2 equals 4. All the evil voices are going to try to lead you astray. But God wants you secure in this knowledge of salvation. So you need to take some steps. And the first step is that we must, on a day-to-day basis, increase our knowledge. Increase your knowledge about how great God is. And how God alone is worthy of our praise. Read your Bible. Do it more. Pray more. Get in a small group with like-minded people who share with you this idea that the journey is a lot more fun and a lot more effective when we do it together. Let's learn and grow together. Study God's great plan offered to any and all of us who are willing to accept it. And then don't let anyone talk you out of it. You see, we're in this spiritual battle. Jesus describes a sower who goes out to sow the word of God. And it is thrown everywhere. No discrimination. Seeds scattered everywhere. Some seed falls on some really hard soil. Describing a person who just doesn't want to accept Jesus. It hits and flies off and that's it. Nothing starts. There are some people like that. Have you not met some people like that? But there's two other groups in the middle, two other types of people who do take the word and they start to grow. They start growing and growing and growing, but then the evil schemes of the devil come into play. And weeds grow up all around this new growth, vibrant and full, and snuff out the life. Three out of four groups. Some way or other, either beginning or the middle, fall by the wayside. But thanks be to God, there is a fourth group. A group that is in good soil, that takes that seed and grows that seed. Jesus says, a hundredfold. You don't just put the seed in the ground and let it, it's, it's already dead. It has to start growing. You have to nurture it. You have to develop it. That's the faith that we have. Grow it. Nurture it. Increase it a hundredfold, and those are the ones and the only ones that Jesus says and welcomes into heaven. The responsibility is on us now. With our brain protected with the helmet of salvation, with the knowledge of this great plan of salvation God offers to us, God wants us to spend eternity with Him. So Paul's screaming at us. Jesus is imploring us, take it up, take it up, take it up. You need this in this world today. Take the word of God and believe it. 
Take the Word of God and grow it in your life. Take the Word of God and share it. We gather today to lift our thanks and praise to God who grants to us this armor of protection from all those evil forces that are around us. Because God loves us so much, He wants us to spend eternity with Him. We lift our thanks and praise to Almighty God. Amen. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 